Hello, and welcome to the Major Gifts Fundraiser podcast. I'm Monica Van Deventer. Let me tell you a little bit about the tribe we're building here at Major Gifts Fundraiser. We're working with people like you who want to be among the very best in this field. You want to accomplish great things. You want to challenge yourself. You want to grow, and you are up for going on a journey because you know a journey is what it takes to become the very best version of yourself. You're listening to this podcast because you know that in order to be a great fundraiser, you have to spend time thinking about how you'll be a great fundraiser. You can learn more about our new online training programs at majorgiftsfundraiser.com. And without further ado, here's Clark. Buenos dias, mis amigos. Hey, it is Clark Van Deventer here from Major Gifts Fundraiser. I hope that you are having a fantastic day, hoping your year is off to a fantastic start. Uh, last year, uh, my family and I, we were living in Guatemala. We spent most of 2020 and most of 2021 living in Guatemala. And on uh, New Year's Day, my daughter and I got up. We were living on this lake, Lake Atilan. And uh, there's lots of villages around the lake. And uh, we decided we were going to get up on New Year's Day and take a boat to the other side of the lake. And we're going to spend spend a day in this town of San Juan. And then go on from San Juan to San Pedro and spend the night in San Pedro. And uh, what we said as we made those plans was that we had a goal to have an epic year, right? We we're like, oh, we're going to make this year epic. And if you if you have a goal to have an epic year, and you don't have an epic day on New Year's Day, you are already falling behind. <laughs> All right. So it was like, hey, let's get the the year off to an epic start by having an epic day. All right. So, hey, if you're not doing this stuff, if you're not making your moves, if you're not making your plans, you're falling behind. All right. I want you to have a great year. And this series has been all about planning your way to success, automating your success. All right. So this is part five. We've been um, publishing new episodes every day this week walking you through five steps to planning your way to success. So I'm going to quickly walk through those first four because I, 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 right, I didn't do one long podcast. Right? I'm going to just quickly bring you up to speed. All right, go back and listen to these episodes for the details. Step one was ranking your donors using the do, the donor evaluation worksheet, ranking your donors based upon um, their financial capacity, their cultivatable interest, and their philanthropic disposition, and figuring out who your top 20 are, your top 10, and for the purposes of these five steps, your top five, all right? There's a reason that I want you to get your top five, Uh, because in step two, we are then um, getting out your calendar and scheduling your trips, right? You're actually putting trips on the calendar. You're not, this isn't a pencil in. This is like firm, and you are determining that you are going to go on the trip. All right, and then uh, step three is making your moves to increase the likelihood that you have successful trips because the first ask that you're going to make is not the ask for the gift, it's the ask for the visit. So I want you to increase the likelihood that you get yeses when you ask for visits. So you're going to make your moves to warm up your donors and then in step four, I gave you the metrics. I gave you lead measures so that you can ensure that you are on the right track, that you can have the confidence, like, 
right? Because fundraising can feel very scary, right? You're like doing all this work and you're not raising money. And it's like, am I on the right track? And yes, my metrics that I give you in step four can give you the assurance that you are on the right track. So now, here we are, step five. What is step five? All right, follow up. That's it. All right, like you you went on the trip. Now you can't disappear, <laughs> right? Successful donor relationships are tied to an accumulation of quality experiences and interactions. All right. In my program, Peak Performance Fundraising, we talk about becoming a peak performance fundraiser, a trusted advisor to your donors, and how successful donor relationships are tied to an accumulation of quality experiences and interactions. So you've you've had an experience, you've had an interaction, you've sat in their living room, you've sat in their kitchen, and you've asked strategic questions, and you've leaned in, and you've listened, and you've worked hard to show energy, empathy, and enthusiasm, passion for your organization, care for your donor. You can't disappear now. All right, the very first thing you're going to do, very first thing, just start with the basics, right? When I travel in the passenger seat next to me, I keep a stack of of the organization's cards. And as soon as I'm done with that meeting, I'm just writing a little note, dear Paul and Sally, it was so great to see you. Thanks so much for taking the time to visit with me. Right? Some some other note about what we talked about in our visit. And I'm just saying thanks so much for taking the time to meet with me. And before I leave town, I'm dropping that in the mail. Right? A few days later, I may be at the airport. I may just send them a text. Man, that was great. Thanks so much. Right? Then when I get back to the office, I'm going into my president's office and I'm drafting a letter for my president. And the president is now sending a letter to this donor saying, Clark told me that on your visit, you talked about this and this and this. Right? And now the donor is like, wow, Clark went back to the office and he told the president about our meeting. The president and Clark are talking about me. Right? They feel important. They know you haven't forgotten them. You gotta be in front of them, continue to make moves on them. You you can't just like move on to the next city. You gotta continue to be in front of them. There will come a day to make an ask. That's, that's not what this series has been about. All right, you can listen to other podcast episodes, get into peak performance fundraising. We we do a lot of training on how to make a successful ask. But this series has really been about positioning yourself and to get in the way of success, to get in the living room, right? I always say, you don't have to be good. You just have to be in the living room. You don't have to be good. Just be in the living room. Sure, like, you want to become a great fundraiser, right? That William James quote, I keep coming back to, if you only care enough for a result, you will almost certainly attain it. If you wish to be rich, you will be rich. If you wish to be learned, you will be learned. If you wish to be good, you'll be good. Only you must really wish these things and wish them exclusively and not wish at the same time a hundred other incompatible things just as strongly. So because you want to be a great fundraiser, you spend a lot of time thinking about how to be a great fundraiser. And yes, get better, but don't wait to get better before you get in the living room. 
want you to go out there and get in the way of success. So I used to tell this story. My very first donor trip I took as a professional fundraiser. So I, I actually got involved in fundraising as a college student. I had things I wanted to do at my college campus and I needed money to do them. And so I started asking for money. I graduated from college, got a job in fundraising. I had been an intern for this nonprofit organization. They saw that I had a knack for fundraising. They kind of put me into a development internship. And now I'm a few months in my first job and I'm like, I think I'm supposed to go on a donor trip. I think I'm supposed to go meet with donors. And I, I went in and I met with this donor. I remember her name. I remember the street that she lived on. It's been 20 years since I last saw her. She's since deceased, actually. Now, all the things I talk about in all of my trainings about listening the gift and asking strategic questions, I didn't do any of that in this meeting, right? The whole like idea that I'm going to only talk 25% of the time and the donor is going to talk 25% of the time. I probably talked 90% of the time. Uh, but the meeting was going, like I got to her house. We actually went to dinner. And then while we were at dinner, she was like, you should stay with me. Or you should stay at my house. I have I have a studio apartment above my garage. You should stay there. So we went and got my stuff out of the hotel room I'd already checked into. Went back to her house. We played cribbage. Next morning, I come down for breakfast. And a very beautiful spread for breakfast. And there's the water glass and the coffee glass and the orange juice glass. And, and uh, next to the pitcher of water, kind of just positioned up against it is one of our organization's reply envelopes. And and I'm looking at it, right? And I'm, I'm thinking to myself, I wonder how much, right? That's what I'm thinking. And then uh, we're having breakfast and we're talking. And she says, uh, and she, she kind of gestures towards the envelope. And she says, oh, and I made a little gift. And I sort of act like I had noticed it already. And then she says, I'll just tell you how much it is. It's $20,000. And this was a donor whose high gift to the organization had been $1,000. I nearly fell out of my chair. I didn't do much right in this meeting. I had passion. The main thing I did right was that I got in the living room. All right. So you don't have to be good. You just have to be in the living room. Sure, get better. Work on getting better. But don't let that stop you from getting in the living room now. Success is like a river. It's flowing. Just get out of your office and you can't help but get hit by it. All right, this has been a very fun series. Very happy to be able to share these five steps with you. Now, just take the steps, right? I can't take the steps for you, but I can take them with you. So um, shoot me an email. Would love to work with you. Would love to be a coach, a guide. I know these mountains, right? Like I, I like to sometimes say my job as a fundraising coach, I'm like your mountain guide. I know these trails. I've been on them before. I know what to expect when the wind blows in this way from the north. I know that we need to get to this mountain pass by sunset. And I know that if we don't, I know what to do next. 
right? So if I can be your mountain guide, if I can be your coach, uh, that would just be an honor. All right, shoot me an email, Clark at MajorGiftsFundraiser.com. That's Clark at MajorGiftsFundraiser.com. Thanks so much for leaning into this series. And if you have other topics you'd, you'd love to have me address on the podcast, just let me know. All right, let me know. Shoot me that email at Clark at MajorGiftsFundraiser.com. Thanks so much for listening. Have a great day. All right, Monica here again. If you like what you heard on this podcast, you'll love our online training programs. You can complete our online training programs at your own pace, and you can watch or listen to them from any device. And unlike that last conference you attended, the challenge questions and action steps that come with each of our modules will give you concrete things you can do today to level up as a fundraiser. You'll raise more money than ever before by developing deeper donor relationships than you ever thought possible. So head over to majorgiftsfundraiser.com to buy now. Thanks for listening.